now, O son of man, I have set thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, thou shalt hear the word of my mouth and warn them from me. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Middle Tennessee and examining current events from a biblical perspective, this is Bible News Radio with your hosts, Randall and Stacy Harp. your lips and I'll uh, make sound for you. <laughs> I don't know why my mic isn't working. Oh well. All the colors of the rainbow All the voices of the wind Every dream that reaches out It reaches out to find where love begins Every word of it Thank you and good night, people. <laughs> Jeez. 
All right. It's nothing like your mic not working for you. Can you guys put a one to make sure you can hear me? Okay. Because I can barely hear it. We need to get a new mixer and some stuff in here. That's ridiculous what we're using. Ugh. Anyway, so hello, people. I'm going to go ahead and shut that off. I'm going to go ahead and... Uh, Flip this page. Hopefully that works. Okay. And I'm gonna do that. Alright, so there you are. Can can we hear you? Yeah, but I need to be careful because this this uh this channel isn't gated. Oh. I don't have a noise gate on this channel, so this. there we go. The slightest noise is going to yeah, there you go. <laughs> the live streaming. Okay, you can hear us. Good. Yeah, something happened on channel one in the mixer. It's just not working, so. Well, that's okay. Hey, Dr. Jennifer Fee. I see Dr. Jennifer Fee over on Periscope. You know what? We haven't talked today. That's highly unusual. <laughs> just occurred to me. You probably can't even hear me anyway, because you can never hear me on Periscope. But anyway, in the event you actually can hear me, hello. And I think Wanda's over there too. Can't see because you have nothing as a graphic. You should put a picture of yourself up there. Um, and a couple other people that I can't see their names because they don't have names that I can pronounce. So that is that. I'll go ahead and mute that over there. All right. Okay. So tonight what we're going to do, people is we're going to look at headlines of the day. Yeah, we are. We're going to look at some news that passed, that came through yesterday on Valentine's Day. And then we're going to look at some news that broke today. But I am going to lead right with the with the opening story about the openly gay attorney general, I think it is. It's our President's Day sale. Who is mocking. Theater seating and massage chairs are priced okay, to move. Okay, wait, hold on. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, okay. Who is mocking? I thought I put that on distill. I thought I distilled that page. Well, it doesn't really show up uh, as distilled well. It cuts off the text. Okay, wait, now I... Okay, well, I just distilled it. Now it's... <laughs> okay, anyway, so this story is over on... I don't know what website now because I put it on distilled. It's on the hill. The Hill, okay. Hill.com. So this is titled, First Openly Gay Michigan Attorney General Wishes Limbaugh, referring to Rush Limbaugh, Happy Valentine's Day with Photo Kissing Wife. So this is a female, just so you know, it's a female attorney general, a lesbian, who decided to mock uh, Rush Limbaugh, who has stage four lung cancer, by the way. And uh, go ahead and post a picture of her kissing another woman. Uh, on Twitter and tweeted it out and tagged Rush Limbaugh in it. This is what the article says. It says here, uh, Michigan Attorney General Dana Nessel, Democrat, of course, the first openly lesbian official in the state, swiped at conservative radio host Rush Limbaugh on Friday by wishing him a happy Valentine's Day with a photo that shows Nessel kissing her wife. In honor of Valentine's Day, here's an awkward picture of me making out with my super hot wife on election night. Pete Butthead is not going back in the closet, and neither am I. Happy VD to you too, Rush Limbaugh. Her tweet comes after Limbaugh said earlier in the week that America's still not ready to elect a gay guy kissing his husband on the debate stage while discussing the 2020 candidates, specifically Butthead, the former mayor of South Bend, Illinois, Indiana rather. You've got Fa Cahantus. I don't know what the hell that says. Way back there in the background, barely out of the teepee, bringing up the tail end. Limbaugh said, referring to Senator Elizabeth Warren, Democrat, Massachusetts. Biden's gone, so you're faced with a dyed-in-the-wool socialist who's not even a Democrat and a gay guy, 37 years old, loves kissing his husband on debate stages, he continued referring to former Vice President Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders, um, Independent, Vermont, and Butthead, respectively. 
The comments by Limbaugh on Wednesday drew much criticism on Twitter and sent the phrase Mr. Man to the top of the social platform's trend. President Trump, in an apparent response to the comments, said Thursday he would vote for a gay candidate for president. I wonder what the Christian right thinks about that comment. Uh, Fox News' Geraldo Rivera asked Trump on an episode of his podcast released Thursday if Americans would vote for a gay man to be president. I think so, Trump said. I think there would be some that wouldn't, and I wouldn't be among that group, to be honest with you. Nestle has championed LGBTQ rights during her time as Attorney General working last year to ensure Michigan no longer funds adoption agencies that refuse gay parents. So, in other words, she... She actually believes in oppressing religious people who think homosexuality is wrong and um, so thereby punishing religi- religious people who, hold, who adhere to the Bible um, is what she actually is against, just so you know. Oops. Is, that, is my mic too hot now? It, well, it's not too hot, it seems. It's up there, but... Are you thinking about something or are you trying to listen to it? No, I'm hearing a little high-pitched noise. So I just want to make sure it's not ringing in my ears, because sometimes that happens. But you're not wearing a headset, Especially right? Especially my head, well. But I often hear in this room, I don't know, it's all the electronics, it's weird. Okay, well. It... <laughs> but anyway. Anyway. Um, yeah, now we've seen in print. Uh, <clears throat> clever. He's talking to, is uh, referring to uh, Senator Elizabeth Warren, calling her uh, Focahontas. Like Pocahontas, only a fake. Oh, gotcha. Pocahontas, okay. anyway. Pocahontas. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, so what do you think, Randall? Do you think that America is ready for a homosexual president? Do you um, think that America would vote for a homosexual president? I think many would. I think that many would. Um, do you think a homosexual president would win? I mean, do you think... Okay, voting is one thing, but do you think a homosexual could win the presidency? Legitimately. Legitimately? I'm, I don't know. I don't know, what to, I don't know what to expect anymore these days. Um, <laughs> 20 years ago, certainly not, but <laughs> but the, you know, the marketing machine has been quite successful. And not only champion, championing, championing... Uh, homosexuality, but all sorts of sexual anarchy. Thank you for sharing, Mia. You know, uh, you know, sexual anarchy. You know, the where we've got, we've got made-up pronouns and things like that. You know, and it's become you know alphabet soup, and uh, you know, so while while some of the other things aren't mainstream quite yet in the sexual anarchy movement. Um, you know, homosexuality was like the original, um, sort of, you know, you know, at the forefront of the sexual anarchy movement. And so I think there's enough comfort level with the public, especially American public, that it's a possibility. Okay. All right. On to our next story. Love isn't love. <laughs> just so you know. I'm waiting for my computer to just stop with the spinning beach ball of death. What so is your I, next story? So I can get to the next story. I want to talk to about Kentucky paying the atheist. Okay. As soon as my computer decides to let me flip the page. There we go. All right. So this one is titled, Kentucky to pay atheist groups $150,000 for denying a license plate that says, I'm God, on it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. All right, so it says here, a judge has ordered the state of Kentucky to pay $150,000 to atheist groups representing a man whose request for an I'm God license plate was denied. Judge Gregory Van Tattenhove issued the decision Monday, three months after he declared the state's action unconstitutional, according to Fox News. In 2016, the Freedom From Religion Foundation, fruff for short, and the American Liberty Liberties Union, clue for short. <laughs> that was funny. Come on, just anyway. People, you need to have a sense of humor. 
uh, sued the state on behalf of self-described atheist Ben Hart. The retired postal worker moved from Ohio to Kentucky and asked that his license plate be personalized to read I'm God below the In God We Trust inscription. <laughs> Got a sense of humor, for sure. <laughs> I know. In his ruling, November 13th, Tatenhove wrote, Vanity plates are private speech protected by the First Amendment, according to the Christian headlines. I actually was going to get a vanity plate for my license plate, actually. I was going to say... Lady of Justice. Anyway, the judge also noted that the stated permitted residents to have plates that read, I'm for God and love God, but refused to grant Hart's request. Tattenhove, who was nominated by former President George W. Bush, sided with apologetics ministry Answers in Genesis during its legal battle in 2016 over taxes, tax incentives regarding its Ark Encounter theme park. The Commonwealth does not allow drivers to say anything they want with a license plate message. That's fine, but the First Amendment also imposes limits on the Commonwealth, and in this case, the Commonwealth went too far, he stated. Prior to the ruling, Kentucky's Division of Motor Vehicles reportedly said the plate's message was not in good taste. In a statement, Frufruf, co-president Annie Laurie Gaylor commented that the group works hard to ensure the constitutional rights of ordinary folks, yes, Adding, we truly appreciate that the court recognizes this. The Frufruf said that Hart received his new plate a few weeks ago and also praised Tattenhope's ruling. The Freedom From Religion Foundation hails the final decision and the fact that, the Hart, that, that Hart can finally express himself through his license plate, the group's website read. I agree with the I agree with the judge's ruling. Yeah, I mean the guy can get a plate like that. Uh, it's it's not well. I don't know. You could argue whether or not it's profanity, uh, but it what what humors me is that uh, I couldn't say it's really funny, but it is ironic or maybe anyway. That the frfrf. No, maybe not right, but frfrf. Thank you, people well, just in the, the chat room. Hello, people. Just the duplicity, you know. My allergies were acting up. Just so you know, I'm good though. Um, I don't think that you know the frfrf is out there to ensure the constitutional rights of ordinary folks, and yet they'll put this stuff into. They'll say the Constitution says this when it doesn't, and here they're all about, you know. Yeah. And and the and the I don't know which which amendment the judge is talking about, but he's wrong to say the First Amendment also imposes limits on the Commonwealth. I don't recall the Commonwealth of Kentucky being mentioned anywhere in the U.S. Constitution. The First Amendment like most of the U.S. Constitution, imposes limits on the federal government, on the national government, and, well, the entire Constitution, but the First Amendment, in, you know, specifically places limits on the powers of Congress. Um, hmm. It's saying that Congress shall make no law prohibiting, or, or, or Congress, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion. I like how nor you shut your eyes when you're doing that. To channel I, your memory. I, I, I learned it from Pat Robertson. Um, Our hero. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> but, but yes, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion. You nor have to be as old as Barb to understand yeah, why that's funny nor prohibiting the free exercise yeah, thereof. Okay. So, yeah, well, whereas I think the judge is right, the guy can get this plate if he wants to, it's wrong for him to back it with the First Amendment if he's referring to the First Amendment of the, United, of the Constitution of the United States of America. Right. Because the First Amendment to the Constitution of the United States of America does not impose limits on the Commonwealth of Kentucky or the city council of, you know, wherever, Dallas, Texas, nor the, the you know, school board of uh, Muskogee, Oklahoma, 
or you know any other body other than the Congress of the United States is the only governmental body that is limited uh, its powers are limited in the First Amendment right all right so it's about 20 minutes already into our show if you can believe it already people Uh, which means it's time now to share with you 10 ways you can plan your state (laughs) So I, what it means? I just found this. I found this today. This article. Um, wait, before you get to that, I want to say one other thing, and I gotta. I gotta go over to my Facebook page, my Legal Shield Facebook page. Um, it says here, this was breaking news earlier today in the world of Legal Shield. If you're a member, you're gonna love this. You're gonna find this awesome, and then I'll talk about this estate thing because this is important. So according to Everything Benefits, which is a, a website and thing. It says here, uh, Legal Shield has just been included in Everything Benefits as a top 20 list of exceptional services for the benefits industry. So it's been ranked in the top 20. And I'm going to read you part of this article. It says here, um, Today, Everything Benefits, the leading provider of next-generation automated benefits technology solutions, released its annual list of elite benefit providers. Carriers were selected for their consistency, best all-around performance, and excellent collaboration. The list welcomes seven newcomers and honors 13 carriers for a second consecutive year. By the way, Legal Shield is in its second consecutive year, coming in... uh, between so here's some of the other places though so like emeritus uh blue shield of california cigna delta dental imed guardian john hancock kaiser permanente legal shield there we go right there so it says here uh the methodology considered several scoring categories the average duration of implementation and consistency of experience across multiple implementations a relationship survey score as well as the client volume put into production in the prior year We are honored to be featured on Everything Benefits list of top quality benefit providers for the second consecutive year and among such companies, said Mandy Simmons, Legal Shield Vice President of Business Solutions Services. At Legal Shield, we're committed to offering our group clients and members a seamless, top-notch experience, and our partnership with Everything Benefits has allowed us to further succeed in doing so goes on to say other stuff but i did want to say that that is pretty cool um and also just put out there this is part of the reason i want to share with you this article about 10 estate planning ways to say i love you this was from from forbes magazine and it was or website and it was posted i think today or yesterday i think it was yesterday it came out the author writes i write about successfully managing your trusts and estate on valentine's day most people buy chocolates and flowers and go out for a fancy meal all great ways to show you care while not as romantic as a candlelight dinner for two making sure your loved ones will be well cared for if you are not around is even more important putting a thoughtful estate plan in place is a selfless act of love that benefits those you leave behind here are 10 ways to show your love and i love you will is a great starting point and i love you will is a simple will that leaves everything to your spouse and otherwise to your children this is the type of straightforward will that many clients ask for while it's not the best solution for everyone since it doesn't contain trust or tax planning it can be better than no will at all just so you know i you can trust a trust a trust is a smart way to ensure your loved ones are financially secure after your passing it can hold money and trust for them and allow a trustee to give out the funds to them slow, slowly over time. It can also protect them from future creditors if they marry and divorce down the road. Don't burden your estate with estate taxes. If your estate is subject to state and federal estate taxes, you will be able to plan in order uh, to eliminate or minimize the potential estate taxes. This is usually done through trust planning, but may also involve lifetime gifting or other planning. Your attorney can help look for ways to save your beneficiaries Monday with appropriate tax planning. By the way, this is a big issue here. Um, I actually know a lot of people who um, who refer to me to get their will done, 
because like buying a house, you know, when you buy a house, you need to get your will updated if you don't have it done already. If you have it done, you need to get it updated. If you don't have it done, if you don't have a will when you buy a house, you need to get a will. Um, anyway, a whole bunch of things. So, so then it goes on to say, uh, let's see here. It says, um, consider a lifetime gift. Gifting can get assets to your loved ones to use now while saving it on estate taxes down the road. If you want a gift now, consider a gift trust, uh, which can offer protection of the assets while allowing your loved ones access to them. Update your health care proxy. Some of the most stressful times for families are when someone's health has, someone has a health scare. Do not wait for that to occur. Make sure you have an updated health care proxy. Naming someone to make decisions for you if you cannot make them yourself, it will bring, it will bring structure to an otherwise chaotic and difficult time. By the way, I have to tell you, you need to get that done. If you're 18 and older, you need to get that done. Most of you are way over 18. Um, and that's actually included in your your Legal Shield membership. Both these things are your will and your health care power of attorney. Make sure your power of attorney is current. If you are incapacitated, it will allow your loved ones to access your funds and pay bills during a stressful time. Confirm your life insurance beneficiary designations are up to date. You guys got to do that. If you have life insurance, make sure that you have that updated. Um, you got to do that. Check your life insurance coverage. After you review your policy, beneficiaries speak with your life insurance advisor to make sure your life insurance is adequate. I have to tell you that um, most people probably don't have enough coverage. I've learned a lot because one of my good business partner buddies is an Allstate agent and she's educated me quite a bit, actually. Don't forget beneficiaries on your retirement accounts. That's also important. Um, properly invest your assets. Speak with your financial advisor at least yearly, if not more frequently. And by the way, if you don't have a financial advisor that talks to you every year on their own initiative, I would get a new one, uh, just so you know. Because, um, yeah, because that's not cool. I mean, here you are investing all your money with these people. And they're supposed to be looking out for your best interest. If they don't contact you to do a, like a, at least an annual update with you, then find somebody new because <laughs> you should be, you know, you should have that, that help and that insight from that person you're trusting with all that money you're putting in there. Um, so I just go ahead and, um, throw this out there because with our Legal Shield membership, you're not just getting an attorney, you're getting a provider law firm. You get actually the whole law firm that covers multiple areas of law. And like here in Tennessee, our provider law firm has 40 different attorneys, covers over 40 different types of law um, alone. So it's not just an attorney. I know a lot of people, um, I, I hear this all the time when I talk to people, well, my dad's an attorney or I, my brother's an attorney. But they don't, they don't practice all areas of law. They usually specialize in an area of law. Even if they're a general attorney, they still can't practice everywhere. Um, and they can't do everything that our membership does. Nobody. No attorney can. That's why a lot of attorneys have our membership. And that's why we have attorney provider law firms all over America, parts of Canada. Well, actually, parts of the United Kingdom and now in every providence in Canada. Um, what? Never mind. What? Huh? You said something. I said province. Yeah, province, whatever. So, yeah. So, if you have not signed up with me yet, please do. Uh, I am excited to announce that I was the number one event holder last month. And, I know, he told me already. And also, <laughs> I'm in a contest. If you, if you, if, if you want to... Uh, you know, help us in the contest. If you've been thinking about getting a membership, just call me, sign up with me. If you want to be an associate and work on my team, uh, that would be awesome too, because we're looking for help. We're always looking for help. And if you're a current associate and you're not doing anything with your business right now, let me just tell you, you need to get activated in your business. If you want to make some money with your associate thing that you're doing, you need to get activated. Right now, they just put almost $6,000 uh, in a pot for ladies of justice alone to win. That's a lot of money. And, um, you know, just have to say, um, that is the way it is. And if you can't, if you can't afford $25 membership, it's actually cheaper in Canada. 
then you might need to go to a financial advisor and figure out a better way to deal with your money if you can't afford that. It's only a couple of cups of coffee a month. Um, all right, Ariel Ministries, A-R-I-E-L dot org is our sponsor. Don't forget, hey, you guys, I started a Bible study locally. Randall and I have been telling you about the Yeshua books for a couple of years now, I think. Uh, highly recommend this series. If you haven't gotten it yet, please go ahead and get it before you lose the discount because this is ending March 31st. Or you can just go over to ariel.org, shop around and get whatever else you'd like. I just highly recommend the highlights series, the, the Yeshua books. Um, pretty much everything on that website I actually highly, highly recommend. So check it out. All right, ariel.org. Use the coupon code Bible News and save 20% every single time you shop at Ariel. <laughs> By the way, they appreciate all of you. They've told me so. Uh, unfortunately, they've had to stop sponsoring our show due to their own uh, income issues as well. Lots of people are lots of people are struggling in ministries because Christians are not giving to the ministries where they get blessed. So, um, just want to let you know it hurts everybody when believers don't give where they're being fed. So consider that um, if you haven't donated to us in a while and you are a regular viewer, I would encourage that you can go to our website biblenewsradio.com forward slash give. Uh, and you can give there anytime, day or night. All right. All right. And, um, uh, also I need to give a shout out for Bareface. You know, Hey, my husband does awesome video, you know, Chapel Hill media is Bareface. Yeah, it is. Should yeah, it be is. called Bareface media. Hmm. Um, probably get more people. It'd be more fun to market. Bareface. It's not my real name. Media. <laughs> Maybe. Anyway, tell them about your videos. Maybe okay, they know you, somebody who needs some can video. Can you move slightly to your right? There oh. you go. That's good. I don't know why it keeps moving. Oh. Okay. How's that? That's great. Okay. Okay. So. Oh, Natasha's over there. Hey, you. Right. Okay, go ahead. All right. If you head on over to Chapel Hill Media, and I probably should have had a lower third uh, queued up, but. Uh, anyways, uh, what I do is I solve, uh, well, I help businesses reach their goals by solving the problems, overcoming the obstacles that are keeping them from reaching those goals. And the way that I and my associates do that is using strategic video assets, you know, understanding what those obstacles are, getting a complete understanding of them. Sometimes... Uh, the clients think they know what is keeping them from reaching their goals, but upon you know further investigation, it's something else. And then designing uh, video assets and creating those uh, videos that will uh, help to overcome those obstacles. So, want to get in touch? Go ahead, uh, head on over to ChapelHillMedia.com and um, click the contact menu button, short little form, fill out, and uh, I'd love to talk to you more. There you go, people. Yeah. All right. So here we are. Let me go ahead now and tell you about, so which one should I do, the mathematical one or the China one? Do the China one. Okay. Do the China one. So according to the Christian Compost, which is actually owned by, what was it we found out they were owned by? Oh, sort of the second generation Moonies. Yeah, second generation Moonies actually own the Christian Compost, which is why you see a lot of crap over there. True story, actually. We know a guy who did under did undercover work about these Moonies who are buying all the Christian publications. So, just so you know. <laughs> interesting. Interesting stuff we learn here. Uh, but anyway, so the Christian Compost, a.k.a. Christian Post, uh, is reporting the following. Which, by the way, the authors, we also found out, are written, writing under pseudonyms. Uh, so, yeah. Can you really believe anything in the Christian media anymore? Just asking. So anyway, it says here, China appoints new Hong Kong chief known for persecuting Christians. Um, China has appointed a hardliner who is known for removing hundreds of crosses from churches in the eastern province of, however you say that, to take charge of its office overseeing matters in Hong Kong. See, Hong Kong, I, I, can, say, I can say that. 
but this other word I can't say. Zhang Jehangia, something like that. I don't know. I think it's something like Zhang. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, which may might raise concerns among pro democracy protesters <laughs> and residents in the semi-autonomous city. Exia Beilong. The... Would you like to read the article? You no. can just pronounce the names. Okay. Go on. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. The vice chairman of the Chinese People's Political Consultative Conference, the CPPCC for short, uh, who was a close aide to Chinese Premier Xi Jinping from 2003 to 2007 when he, <laughs> when he was a Communist Party secretary of Zhejiang province. will serve as the director of the Hong Kong and Macio Affairs Office. China's Human Resources Ministry is announced, according to Reuters. You know, it's so annoying. I have an eyelash in my eye. It's driving me crazy. Trying not to rub my eye and get my makeup all over my face, but it's bugging me. Ugh, gosh, dang it. Anyway, the CPPCC effectively acts as an advisory Upper House, Bao Long replaces Zhang, however you say this person's name, who will now become a vice director of the Hong Kong and Macau, Macau Affairs Office. Yeah, whatever. I ain't going to read the rest of this. The point is, <laughs> the point is that China point. is boldly out there continuing to persecute Christians. So, just so you know. God. This is really bugging me. You hear that? Can you hear that? Your squeaky eye? Yeah, yeah you can hear my squeaky You hear that? Stop that. <laughs> oh, God. All right, people. You think doing this job is easy, don't you? Mm-hmm. I just make it look easy. All right. Last article. All right, in the mathematical glory of the universe, physicists discovered the truly divine. This is from evolutionnews.org. How did this slip through? John Horgan with Scientific American interviewed a physicist colleague, Christopher Search. Seriously? That's the guy's name? Christopher Search? Which is interesting because, uh, you know, the name Christopher. I know, uh, right? Yeah. Yeah. That didn't elude. That didn't elude me at all. Anyway, the physicist is appealing directly in rejecting the atheism associated with Stephen Hawking and other venerated names in the field. More than that, he says it was physics that brought him to a recognition of the truly divine in the universe. Here's what I think, before I even read this part. What I think is, you really got to be a complete butthead and doofus to not know there's a creator. First of all, how did you get here, right? I mean, people who believe that there is no creator really are, are idiots. I mean, foolish, for sure. Dumb, stupid people. I mean, really, because, like, where, like, where did you come from? Like, like I actually said this to one person, some stupid atheist one day was, was debating me. And I, I basically, he, he, I knew that whatever this butthead threw out, he was going to come back and, and he was just going to say, well, that's not enough evidence. So I said, you know what? Prove to me that you have a brain in your head. And he's, <laughs> and he's like, well, I can't prove it. Cause I, you know, I can't, the very fact that I'm here, I said, prove to me that you even exist. I mean, seriously, go ahead, prove it. And he couldn't. He could not prove it by his stupid logic. It's like, it's the stupidest logic ever to think that God doesn't exist. It's like, he created you by your very existence. You actually exist. The very fact that you exist proves he created you. But you're like, well, I don't believe God existed. Well, where did you come from then? You didn't speak yourself into existence, did you? Uh, no, because 
let me let me put this out there. So if you're so great that you could speak yourself into existence, then I mean that's pretty amazing. You can actually speak a human being into existence. Why don't you start smaller? Yeah. Why don't you start like with speaking a tomato into existence first? You know, something that's not actually even a human being, well, right? If you can actually speak a tomato into existence as an atheist dumb bozo head that you are, then maybe I would actually believe that you have some type of power and that like you could have spoke yourself into existence. It's like, where the heck did you come from? Can, what well, Were you like part of the alien invasion, the egg cracked and you came out all um, great and stupid because well, that's how you are or well, what? I mean, what, what, athe what atheist is claiming that they spoke themselves into existence? Well, that's my point. Where did they come from? If they don't believe in God and that there was a creator, they got to believe something different. Well, maybe they believe they have the mother, mother and father. <sighs> and they... Well, I and, don't know. I don't and, think that's the case. And they sperm inseminated, a, you know. And where did that they, come from? Well, the... the, the it just evolved? came from their father, the... And where did the father came, come from? From the... And where did that... Uh, where? How did so, that come about? How can so what you prove any about of us is, really got here the so way that we talk, believe we got here? So what you're talking about is the origin of humanity? Yeah. Okay. Which atheists are stupid and they deny. They don't deny that humans have an origin. They deny how it came about. They deny that God made it. Well, sure. Because so, they're stupid. Um, I would say willfully ignorant, perhaps. I think not willfully ignorant. I think intentionally ignorant. What's the difference between intentional and willfully? Intentionally sounds more better. Okay. As you were. Anyway. Back to this article. Okay. Over the years, my view of physics has evolved. Get the word evolved in there. Significantly. I no longer believe that physics offers all the answers. It can't explain why the universe exists or why we are even here. It does, though, paint a very beautiful and intricate picture of the how the universe works. Of the how. The, it actually there, says there that... Are, I know, there are no editors on for online on, articles yeah, anymore. Anyway, I actually feel sorry for people that do not understand the laws of physics in their full ma mathematical glory because they're missing out on something that is truly divine. The beautiful interlocking connectedness of the laws of physics indicates to me how finely tuned and remarkable the universe is, which for me proves that the universe is more than random chance. Ironically, it was by studying physics that I stopped being an atheist because physics is so perfect and harmonious that it had to come from something. After years of reflecting, I simply could not accept that the universe is random chance as the anthropic principle implies. More on the anthropic principle and on the multiverse theory. Like string theory, this is not science. How do you test the existence of other universes? The universe is everything out there that we can observe. Another universe would therefore be separate from our own and not interact with it in any manner. If we could detect other universes, that would imply that they are observable by us, but that leads to a contradiction since our universe is everything that is observable by us. Did you follow that, people? Hopefully you followed that. The anthropic principle is something I discuss in my freshman E and M class, actually. However, I think it is a total cop-out for physicists to use the anthropic principle to explain why the laws of physics are the way they are. The anthropic principle implies the existence of other universes where the laws of physics are different, but the existence of these other universes is untestable. It also implies that our existence is mere random luck. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, the existence of multiverses and the anthropic principle are really religious viewpoints wrapped up in scientific jargon. Indeed. They have no more legitimacy than believing that God created the universe. I would say less. Yeah. He came to these conclusions after breaking with dogmatic atheism. I was always curious about how things work when I was young. Physics seemed to offer answers to all of the mysteries of the universe. It felt authoritative and unequivocal in its explanations of nature and the origin of the universe. In that sense, it was the perfect religion for my teenage self as I went through an atheist 
phase, which admittedly was probably provoked by all the popular physics, physics books that I was devouring at the age, such as A Brief History of Time. Those books were always so dogmatic, like the Catholic Sunday school I went to as a kid. Well, that explains a lot right there. As it happens, these are all themes that are developed with great rigor and depth in Center for Science and Culture director Stephen Meyer's next book, The Return of the God Hypothesis, which, by the way, Stephen Meyer has been a guest on my show um, in the past. Actually, the what was the name of the book? The something design, the signature. Signature in the cell. Yeah, signature in the cell. Um, he wrote and um, and uh, um, yeah, he's really cool. Um, the the Discovery Institute is a it's a great, great, great ministry. Although they don't call it a ministry, but it's a great place to go. So, yeah, I got an eyelash in my eye. It's driving me crazy. Can you see it? Yeah. <laughs> My eye is squeaking because of it. Uh, anyway, okay, so we just saw a comment come in here. Why not just Attorney General taunts Rush Limbaugh? Well, brain dead because it's too le it's a lesbian that's doing it on purpose. So it should be lesbo Attorney General taunts Rush Limbaugh because it's a lesbo doing it. Just so you know. And that was the point of the. It was taunt. the point of the taunt was because she's, she, she's a lesbo. It wasn't just saying na 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 na. It was. It's her way of saying f you, basically. It was a kiss with her domestic partner uh, in direct response. Oh, it's not to, a wife. I. Whatever. Call her what you will. Well, um, only a man and woman can really be married in God's eyes. Yeah, that's kind of where I was but, going. But, you know, we have fake marriage in America because, you know, because of the doofuses that run our country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. I don't have any other articles. Do you have any? Um, any comments from the peanut gallery over on YouTube? There's a couple of you watching over there. You need to re read the Bible in Canada, you know? We are called to judge people who are in the church. Read Matthew chapter 7 in context. Learn something. Interesting. Yes, it is interesting, isn't it? Yeah, just to speak to that. that uh, yeah. I mean, those that are outside the household of faith, yeah. they're going to live like they want, whatever. Um, that's between them and God. Uh, I'm not going to tell them how to live. Um how then shall we live? However, I expect the same. I expect the same respect. Oh, you're, not, that, you're not going to get respect from the game. I, I know, but certainly not as a not as a whole. But uh, you know, so you know, the, you know, an active lobby saying you have to teach your children this, and and it's happening. You know, you, Basically, don't tell us how we should live, but we're going to tell you how you should live and what you should celebrate. And that uh, kind wait of thing. a minute. Hold on. So our Canadian friend over here says, uh, I have been a Christian for almost 31 years as I was baptized as a baby. Okay, so you can call yourself a Christian, but if you're adhering that homosexuality is fine, then you're unbiblical. And God does not approve of it. He calls it a, an abomination. So just because you were baptized as a baby means nothing. You can't confess Christ as Lord as a baby because you're a baby. Do you have to be baptized to be saved? The answer is no. You don't have to be baptized in order to be saved. Just so you know. Although there's people out there who will tell you the opposite of that. But those people don't read the Bible very well. Because if they did, then they would know the answer is no. That's the easy answer. What is your question? Let's see back here. Can you address my question? Okay, brain dead. Let's see what your question was. Why not just Attorney General? I already answered that question. Or will God forgive them? Well, will God forgive who? The, the lesbians that are mocking him and taunting him by doing what they're doing? If they ask God to forgive them, then he will. Sure. But God doesn't force anybody to ask for forgiveness, so... You know, you know, he doesn't desire that any perish, but all come to repentance. And unfortunately, 
not everybody is going to come to repentance, which is the sucky part. Oh, you got that one? Okay. I don't judge others as we, as I was raised not to judge others. You judge people all the time. You do it here in my chat all the time. You can't not judge because we're... <laughs> when you put out a statement that is judgmental, which is a lot of what you put in the chat room, you by default are judging people. What I say, you judge constantly. You do it all the time. You can't, you can't, and if you're not thinking you're judging, then I would, I would go, huh, that's kind of odd. Because then you get defensive when I say things you don't like. And the reason you're defensive is because you think I'm judging you when you're judgmenting, you're being judgmental towards what we're saying. You don't read the Bible well. You need to get into a serious Bible study that actually teaches you how to read the Bible and understand it in the context in which it's written instead of believing the liberal crap that you always spew in my chat room. And I know you don't like that, but I don't care because it's the truth. Okay. I am barley on here. I don't know what that means. Anyway, Randall, do you have your, you wanted to get the other thing up there? Yeah, I've I've not uh, I'm not familiar with the podcast, but I thought it was interesting. It tells us, um, yeah, my, you know, though although in many ways that we have, uh, you know, we live in somewhat of a post-Christian culture, especially eye drops in my eyeball, especially uh, in Europe, but also here in the states, um, North America, I would say. Uh, there is still um, a hunger for God's word. There is a there is a recognized need for it, and the success of this uh, Bible podcast demonstrates that. And I thought it was interesting. I'm not. You want to put that up there? Yeah, I can do that. It'll be with your photo, or I can take your photo off. Oh, you can take my photo off. Well, let me. Uh... If you're gonna talk about it. Meanwhile, Brain Dead here says. Uh... I'm a confirmed Catholic, but a lot of Catholic priests have been accused of pretty heinous things. Seems yeah. like people hide behind religion. Well, people you know, do. it's not just Catholics, though. Uh, Protestants. There's just as much sex abuse in the Protestant church yeah. as there is the Catholic church. Mm. In fact, there's a, a website called um, Stop Baptist Predators. Predators. Yeah. I don't know if it's .com or .org. .org. But either. we had the lady who founded it on our show years ago because she was tracking all the sexual abuse in the Baptist church and the Protestant church. It's everywhere, you know. Wherever human beings are, there will be the actions of... Yeah. So it's not just Catholics, fleshless, it's everybody. you know, deeds it's, of the... We actually flesh. had... I'll just share this if you're still listening. We actually had a guy on our show who was actually an atheist. And he was an attorney that came in and he talked about how he was one of the prosecuting attorneys against, was it, was it against the priests that were molesting people? I don't recall. Yeah, anyway. It was funny because I didn't know he was an atheist when he came on the show and I interviewed him. And it ended up being one of the, the book review questions um, that I had gotten at, last, at the last minute. But I was impressed because here's an atheist he was trying to protect these religious kids from being abused by people in the church when sometimes people in the church won't even protect their own, which is really sad. I mean, it's, it's, it's actually a very sad commentary on our culture. <laughs> but anyway, all right, go ahead. All right, well, this uh, article out of NBC from Dallas-Fort Worth, NBCDFW.com, titled A Dallas Woman's Bible Bought podcast exceeds expectation reaches millions a podcast started by a dallas woman with a passion for the bible and a desire to share it has exceeded expectations rising up the chart with 13 million downloads worldwide how does she do it uh tarlay cobble records it from a sound booth cobbled <laughs> a little pun there together in her dallas apartment and there's all these photos that don't have anything to do anything. But it says the, the whole thing is probably about $200 worth of equipment, she said. Her mission is to recap one of the oldest books in a modern way through a podcast. I looked to see if it existed, and it didn't. Nothing, she said. Now I know why it didn't, because it was so much, so much work. So much work. 
Kabul launched the Bible Recap in 2019. Listeners read designated passages, then listened to Kabul's five to eight minute recap. 66 books written by so many different authors over hundreds of years. It is really complex, she said. Uh, Jonah Hensley, a mother of four in Prosper, is one of the millions of people who listen. I do it the first thing in the morning. I get up 15 minutes earlier than I ever did, Hensley said. She said she completed the Bible recap last year and said it kept her engaged all year long. You are able to retain what you read, and you understand why uh, what you read. Hensley said uh, she said it changed her life. Her prayer journey led the family to foster a little girl, and months later they adopted her. That's probably the most visible, tangible thing of watching my own heart and the heart of my other kids change, she said. Her husband and 12-year-old son have signed on for 2020. Cobble said she's found that many people want to get back to the basics with faith. We have so many people who do this as a family, and the kids listen in, and the husband listens and in, and everybody engages together, she said. Cobble admitted the podcast is a labor of love, as would be most <laughs> Christian uh as would be the last 16 years of us doing this show. Right. Now complete, it took five and a half hours a day of researching and writing, then 30 minutes of recording. Uh, when you love something, you want everyone to love it and see how great it is. There is nothing I'd rather do than this. It's probably the best thing I'll ever do, she said. The podcast is free to download. Up next, Cobble's writing a book of all the transcripts and launching the podcast to the sign language community. I'm guessing probably the ASL community. Very cool. But, uh, yeah, so apparently, uh, you know, she's, um, was well, starting in 2019, so it took her less than a year, uh, five and a half hours a day of research and writing and 30 minutes recording to go through all 66 books, mm-hmm. but doing a recap, not reading it, but, um, a um, you know five to eight minute recap of the day's passage. So interesting. Yep. Well, you know, I can tell you from doing this for so long that people are hungering and thirsting. Yes, there's a for there's the thirst. The word of God and for there's understanding. There's a famine in the land. Well, can. and for understanding how the Bible applies to their life. And why it matters, you know. And there's a lot of people who know a lot of things about history or revisionist history. As I like to say, there's a lot of people that can spout off politics, that can talk about the latest crap on TV religiously and know stuff. And they say they're Christians, but they never open God's word. They never read it. They don't understand a word of it. They might have basic stuff. And and these... You know, this is sad to me. Even many people in my audience, I I throw out basic Bible trivia on my text message list. And so many people get basic stuff wrong. I pull them from children's Bible trivia. And like, true, people should, should know these answers. If you, if you've been a Christian 30 years, you should know more than the basics, Mm. you know? And yet Paul you know, he made the comment that, you know, by now many of you should be teachers, but you're still sucking on the milk. Well, the writer of Hebrews yeah, wrote who, that. I think, I think it was Paul, but I'm, whatever. Whatever. It doesn't matter. So it doesn't matter because if it did, it would have said who it was. Right. So that's, so that's why we Ambiguous, just say we could the fight writer about of it Hebrews. Later. Maybe it was a woman. Yeah, that would, well, could be. Could be. Well, anyway, the point is. But it's certainly inspired. The point is that, you know, Kay Arthur, who is in her mid-80s now, you know, she made a comment one time many years ago. She's the founder, her and her her late husband, Jack, founded Precepts Ministries International. And their ministry was designed, they actually started teaching teenagers how to study the Bible. And basically starts out with the who, what, when, where, why method. Um, um, I think she needs, she needed to add a layer of Jewishness into it so that she understood the culture a little bit better. But the point is, is that people want to understand God's word. The problem is people don't take the time to read it or think about what they're reading. And that's one of the things I shared with my friends the other night when I was, when I started the Bible study I do here 
is that if if you actually have to take the time to stop and think about what you're reading, a lot of people don't want to do that. We're, we're taught in our culture to believe everything the media throws at us in, in 30 second sound bites. We have a three second attention span. People want to get TikTok famous, you know, and, and, and be validated for stuff. And they really think that they know God when they don't. They listen to these stupid preachers who are false teachers who are grabbing and blabbing for money and who don't give a crap about the eternal soul of the person that they're taking their money from. And it irritates me because, um, you know, I mean, I had, had a couple people actually come to me recently and say that they were really bummed out that our show is no longer on every day. Um, NRB is after me to come down and be part of the media. And I'm like, Nope, I ain't doing it. I am not doing it anymore. I can't do it anymore. Me and Randall cannot do it anymore. We can't. We just can't do it. We can't keep pouring out, giving, 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 and not have the support that we need. And it's sad because we're needed. We are needed in this land where you got nothing but a bunch of false teachers blabbing over on Periscope all over the internet teaching crap that has nothing to do with God's word. You You know how I know that? Because so few of them actually open up the Bible and read it, number one. And number two, all they're talking about is these vain visions and prophecies, calling themselves apostles and prophets and blah, blah. And it's like, you know what? I I would not want to be that person on Judgment Day. Just saying. Because God's going to say, I never knew you. Depart from me. And I don't want to be that person. You know? And you know the other thing is, there's no conviction of sin if... If if you are going to a church, just as an example, and you're never getting convicted of anything by what the pastor is teaching you, why are you going? Because, you know, <laughs> part of being a Christian is, is learning to walk in holiness, and, and being holy is being set apart. If you're looking like the world, I don't want to be with you, just so you know. I'm like, no, see you later, babe. Out of here. If your favorite show is American Idol and The Bachelorette and you're a born-again believer, so-called, and all you can talk about is who got the flower and all that crap, why would I want to spend time with you? You're not edifying me at all spiritually. And we are supposed to. And you would know that if you read the Bible. If you actually read it and saw how Christians are supposed to behave, then you would actually do it. You know, I had um, I had a, a, a person... In Legal Shield this week, call me up, and um, and we were talking about some stuff uh, about some unethical behavior, really, that somebody did recently. And um, this friend of mine said to me, she goes, "You know what, Stacy? She goes, God's gonna get that guy." And I go, "Yeah." She goes, "Let's pray right now for let's pray for him." And she went ahead and she started praying right there on the phone with me, and I was praying and. She was praying and we were both praying and, and at the end of it, she said, okay, now you go be bold and you do what God has called you to do. And we'll leave, you know, leave the situation in God's hand. I need friends like that. I need friends that actually believe in prayer and who go to God. And it's like, you know, how many of you out there have friends like that? Just curious if you have a friend and this is just a baby rant. If you have a friend who loves you enough to tell you the truth about your walk with God and to encourage you in your walk with God when you don't want to do the right thing, keep that friend and and start thanking God for that friend because they care about you enough to tell you the truth. If you have friends who are just going to tell you what you want to hear and they're going to go, oh yeah, go ahead and do that or whatever, you know, God can forgive you or whatever. <laughs> in the book of Romans, it says, shall we sin that grace may may abound? No, may it never be. You know, don't do it right? That's not how you're going to grow as a follower of Christ. And, and honestly, it's not, it's not how you're going to grow as a person. You know, uh, if you have friends who are lying to you and they're, they're a Christian and all they do is lie to you, why are you hanging out with them? I would go someplace else, say, bye. I ain't going to put up with your crap anymore. Go lie someplace else. I don't hang out with liars. That's not my, that's not my gig. You know, <laughs> it, it, it just, you know, and gossiping about you behind your back, you know, that always gets back to you, by the way, just so you know. Um, yeah. Anyway, I could go on, but I won't. 
I, what I will say, though, is if you have people in your life that love you enough to discipline you and correct you in the faith, if they're mature in the faith, then respect those people, listen to those people, and love those people and pray for those people because they are very few and far between. You have a lot of people out there who will tell you what you want to hear, but they won't tell you the truth. And Jesus didn't tell the, the religious people of the day what they wanted to hear. He told them the truth, and they were the ones that advocated putting him on the cross. So, just so you know. Right, Bareface? That's right. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so. Yeah. Yeah, you have any other thoughts? What are you going to talk about tomorrow? Do you know? Well, we're still in First, First John. John. Yeah. All right. We may finish out the book tomorrow. Okay. Maybe not. We'll see. You're so cute. All right. So on that happy note, I am going to say goodnight, people. I say be bold. You know, be bold. Be bold in the good things of God. You know, not the not the BS that's out there. Stand up and go with God because he loves you. Don't don't be a, a wussy, wimpy Christian in name only like so many people are. Why don't you act like a believer for real? Act like a believer and... And then see what really happens in your life. You think you're under the devil's attack now. Sorry, you're deluded. You're not under his attack because you're not doing anything for him. You're on his side. Wait till you get on God's side. Then then you'll see how it really is. Just saying. 